when have you ever heard of the media completing, completely tuning out a president? Never. We're not going to put his picture anywhere. We're not going to have any of his speeches anywhere. We definitely don't want him to tweet. We're shutting it. We're shutting him completely off. We dislike him that much. And going back to being prophetic, you have to call that darkness out. No matter how uncomfortable it is, no matter how, how unpopular it makes you, if you don't do it, the blood is going to be on your hands. Yes. The blood is going to be on your hands for not telling the truth. It's not up to, again, it's not up to you to make it happen. It's not up to you to make people understand. You just have to be the one to say, this is what God wants. This is what God is doing. This is what God intends to happen. And never back down from that. Never change. You know, in, in, in some instances, I believe it's God allowing these people to do this mm-hmm. in order to make sure that the prophet is doing what they're supposed to be doing, which mm-hmm. is not being caught up in popularity, not right. being caught up in wanting to be liked by people in the church. Your job yeah. as a prophet is to not be liked. Right. No, you know, you're not fun. there to, to win those popularity contests. You're there to speak the word of God and then move on. Hey, this is Brother Chris with Radiant Fire Radio. And we're having a joint session with Daughters of the King, Reverend Catherine Gore. Hope you all enjoy this discussion. We're talking about how things work out for prophets and things work out with false prophecies. We know that you're going to be blessed by this teaching. Listen in very closely because this is going to apply to you in the days ahead. And we don't want you to be lost or confused because this calling of being prophetic is real. And it, it will cost you everything. It will cost you friendships. It will cost you family. It will cost you sometimes even your very life. Listen in. This is all God. You have to know what you know in the prophetic. And you have to know that God spoke to you. God talked to you and told you what he has for you. And if you don't hold on to that, you are not going to survive because someone is always going to come and tear down the word of knowledge or the word of wisdom that God has given you. As a prophetic person, you have to be bold enough and strong enough to endure ridicule, endure uh, negativity. You have to endure people who don't understand the, the voice of God. And that includes your family. You develop an intimacy with the Father that surpasses the need to have everybody's attention. That that intimacy with the Father pushes past the need to be wanted, the need to be loved, the need for people to respect you. Your, your only concern is delivering the message that the Father gave you. And as, as a prophetic person, the most important thing that you have is being a true representation of what the Father told you to say. So those considerations have to go by the wayside. You can't let them stop you from saying what God has told you to say, ever. And it's whether it's popular, and it's whether it's uh, unpopular. There And there are going to be times in your walk with God, you just have to say whatever it is God is telling you to say, whether it makes you look good or makes you look bad. You know, I said at the beginning of the campaign or towards the end here when it didn't look 
like God was going to move and do what he said he was going to do. This is a hill that I'm willing to die on. I'm willing to stand with President Trump all the way, all the way until God fulfills that promise. And if if he doesn't do it, I'll be I'll be there dead. I'm still going to hold on to the truth that God told me, that God spoke to me, that he was going to be the second second term president from 2020 to 2024. Every everyone who has addressed me publicly, privately, you can't I can't take it personally. I can't say, oh, woe is me, they're coming against me because that's not my place. That's not my job, you know, to, to defend myself. And any prophetic person who tries to defend themselves, you're stepping outside of the calling that God has placed upon your life. And as soon as you do that, you're you're just supposed to be the messenger. Right. And sometimes the messenger gets shot, the messenger gets killed. And, and that's just a part of the process. It's not my job to make a word come to pass. It's not any prophet's job to make a word come to pass. All you're supposed to do is just speak whatever the word is that you hear. Whether it comes to pass or not, it's not up, it's not up to me to make it. I have no power. I don't have a heaven or hell to put nobody in and I'm not God. I stand by every prophetic word that God has used me to speak because I believe in my heart that he was the one that uttered those words through my mouth. I'm not ever going to take that away. I'm not ever going to say, oh, I was wrong. I'm not not ever going to say, well, this is a conditional word. Like some of the prophetic people that are out there right now they're backpedaling and they're they're coming up with all kinds of excuses. It was the pizza, it was the coffee, you know, the devil got into me this one time and, and had me say all of these prophetic words. That's that's no prophetic integrity at all. And right. those who are who are experiencing that for the first time in their life, you know, I, I feel bad for them because when all is said and done, you're still going to look um, confused before the people. You're still going to look like you don't know what you're doing. And it's better for you to stand your ground and say, this is what I heard and I'm not changing it. I'm not, I'm not twisting it in any way, shape or form. Then you to go back and forth looking crazy. I was shocked. You know, I was surprised to see that so many, so many people started out strong and then at the very end, they caved in and bowed their knee. And it, this was something that was so, um, for me, I had never had so much faith and boldness in knowing that God spoke what he spoke about this election. And, you know, from time to time I would get on and I would say, you know, don't worry about what you see, God's gonna do it. And I just kept encouraging the people. And I knew, I knew that some people needed to hear that because in their heart they needed that hope but then as it got closer to the end like within the last 24 hours you know you started to see people were just saying you know um joe we you know we heard that joe biden is supposed to come and bring peace and you know we know that that wasn't right but to me it was a challenge for me to see where people really were because this is where 
I guess I am, I need to grow in this area to understand, you know, you've been in the prophetic for years, you know, years and years and years. You're, you're trained by the spirit. You're trained by a good person, um, Pastor Barbara, that was able to, you know, teach you to flow in the prophetic and all of these wonderful stuff. You have experience, <laughs> you know, underneath years of serving in the ministry. And this, this was just to me a very long battle. Um, I've never seen so much hatred in my life uh, stir up from inside of the people. And, um, you know, God was saying that the people's heart was not right. And he was talking about the church. And I started to see more and more as 2020 went by um, that the church was really, really out there. And I started to be concerned about the church because I'm thinking, for me, um, being in the- still should be concerned about the church because there are many people who are ignoring Biden. They're ignoring his record. They're ignoring the things that he's done. They're ignoring the things that he's saying he's getting ready to do. And they're in the church. Mm-hmm. They're in the church celebrating him. They're in the church promoting him. And you, you, should, you have a right to be concerned by what's going on. Many people looked at President Trump and despised him for his money. They despised him for his salvation experience that he had, claims he had, walked in. You know, there were more things that President Trump did to restore the church, to restore uh, the sanctity of human life in the United States than any other person has ever done in years. And Biden walked with Obama for eight years and did nothing. In these next four years, if he gets in, he's still going to do nothing. He's not going to promote Christianity in any way, shape or form. No, he's not, because I just read an article that um, he's going to reverse the law about transgender and how... um, that's going to be his first day in office or his first 100 days where they put it like that was going to be his first day. He was going to reverse the law where um, people can go into the bathroom and be free to be who they are um, based off of their identity in their mind, you know. Um, and here, here, here's why I believe God is so good. Because he sees this big dark system he does not want us to be tainted or touched right now by this this is not God's plan but so many people in the church because there was a war of racism going on so many people in the church bowed their knee and said there is no way that God would allow somebody like President Trump who was a racist to be anointed and appointed to say, to be the, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the savior for America. So, you know, I'm using the word savior because, or savior because um, a lot of people think that Trump supporters worship the ground that President Trump walks on, which is not true. But I can say that many people did worship Obama and his wife, still do worship Obama and his wife. Um, 
but nobody wants to speak about that. Nobody wants to come out and say where they have failed as a person um, with how they feel about the administration of Obama. And here's the crazy part. You can speak the truth, just flat out truth, and they will close their ears to the truth and come up with every excuse to not believe the true spirit of God. And that's what concerns me because it really does not have to be this way. They don't want to hear the voice of God. They don't want to accept and receive the voice of God. And and that's sad. It's that, that part is sad because there are so many different things that are supposed to be happening at this point in time that are not going to happen because of the hardness of the heart of the people. When have you ever ha heard of the media completing, completely tuning out a president? Never. We're not gonna. We're not gonna put his picture anywhere. We're not gonna have any of his speeches anywhere. We definitely don't want him to tweet. We're shutting. We're shutting him completely off. We dislike him that much. You know, this is that much. This is the crazy part because this cancel culture thing is very dangerous. You know, people taking it and they're running with it and they're using it in the world. And now the church has adopted the same mindset. And it's going to be turned on the church. Yes, yes. It's going to be turned on the church. Yes, it is. And, you know, I'm hoping that they will wake up before it's too late for them. But, you know, God already spoke and said, those who are really mine are going to reap the harvest. They're going to reap the reward. But those who choose to stay and live in their own sin, you can act like you saved, but God is not going to be there for you. And, it, and it's just like, you know, he has warned and warned and warned the people over and over. And God has to move on. He has to move on. These people's heart is dark and hardened. And God is doing something new. You know, it's time for the harvest to come in. And I was saying the other day when I was at the Aglow, um, you know, it's the harvest that's suffering. The, the church is going back and forth, arguing with each other, basically trying to vindicate themselves on who's right and who's wrong. And the harvest is, is the ones that are being, you know, held captive because the church is fighting amongst themselves. It's so, dividing the anointing away from the church. Instead yeah. of there being a multiplication of the anointing and it getting stronger, this division that's taking place because we can't agree on a political candidate. We can't agree on a political figure to follow. It's destroying any anointing that the church has and the world is looking at us like what in the world is going on over there i don't mm -hmm. want any part of that i don't want any part of that whatsoever and we're losing people because of the stuff that we're doing and many many people are saying well you shouldn't support president trump because he's a racist you shouldn't support president trump because he's not really a christian that's foolishness. Mm -hmm. It always has been foolishness and it will continue to be foolishness. Well, what can they say about Joe Biden when you put this, you know, that he is 
for abortions, that he is for transgender, that he, you know, he's been involved in so many different scandals. What can you they say? They don't care about that. They don't. They, they don't, don't care, care about that. And this lets you go. This lets they you have go. a mindset. Anybody but Trump. Trump. Anybody. They don't. They don't care. They're they're choosing to ignore everything else because President Trump is so hated by the entire system. So you know what most people don't understand is it's a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual battle. So any darkness that could have risen up to go against President Trump, it absolutely did. It absolutely did. And it's sad because a lot of people were using his past against him when God wasn't using his past. He had to go through the things that he had to go through. And, it, you know, it gets me going when I when I hear or see somebody try to blame somebody for their past even melania they're saying oh well she's a a a playboy figure and all this stuff okay that's who she was she's not that anymore so you know if people continually try to throw their past in their face how would they feel if god said uh i can't allow for you to move forward because you've done this you know they they don't they don't want to hear that at all they don't want to hear that at all because the argument is anybody but Trump. There's no grace. There's no mercy. There's no nope. compassion. Nope. There is full-blown hatred. Like, it's a super demonic hatred. And for me to see so many people uh, videos that, you know, they were driving. And it, I think I told you um, that it's a lot of females that go against President Trump. But, you know, for me to see these females driving and screaming like they've lost their mind, that was that was a demonic activity. You know, that was a demonic um, experience that you, you know, you saw. And when President Trump was saying, you know, this is a witch hunt, everybody laughed at him because they were like, really? And if the witches are praying against him, what side did you really think President Trump was on? He wasn't on the demonic side of witches or praying against them. Yeah, out in the open and public. Yeah. We we the coven, the wicked coven, the the the, the warlock group are actively praying against him. So if he was that much of a Satanist, that much of a racist, why are they praying against him? He was a threat to darkness. And a lot of people don't understand it. And this is why I really thank God for President Trump, because President Trump was not a punk. He is not a punk. Nope. And if we were to get somebody who was a normal politician, a person who could be bought, um, a person who needed to have something to get their foot in the door, like most of all these other politicians he would have um, failed what God has set him up to do. But God knew, because God never makes a mistake, he knew exactly who to put in office to get That's the, the truth. And I, I find it to be funny because, you know, many people are trying to say he he got in because of his money. Um, He's a millionaire. He's a billionaire. All the things that they try to, you know, they talk about his taxes, all the things that he got away with, that the law that was set for Hillary Clinton and all these other people, they are the ones who voted these laws in. Yep. 
So now, because they see that he was, you know, to me, he's brilliant. A lot of people call, call um, was calling him uh, all kinds of names to make it seem like he wasn't smart and bright and stuff like that. And, you know, it's so funny because the things that he did really kept him ahead. So how can it be that he was, you know, slow and all of this stuff? It just didn't make no sense what they were saying. So, you know, we had to go through this over the last four years. And it was really a strong battle because people really took this war to, to be personal. You know, you know, they're shaming the Trump supporters because, you know, you have pastors who are speaking um, and being on their side. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the evangelicals are being attacked and all of this because they people believe that they didn't support Obama. But here's the thing. If God, if the spirit of God is truth and the spirit of God shows you darkness, it is not the church's fault that they see that darkness. Not at all. So not at all. And the light, the light exposes the darkness. And when you encounter light, you either embrace it or you run away from it. And many people in the church have run away from the light because they don't want their works exposed. They don't want their works called out for what they are. And, And they're mad. They're mad because every time they turn around, their, their darkness was being called out by the light. And going back to being prophetic, you have to call that darkness out, no matter how uncomfortable it is, no matter how, um, how unpopular it makes you. If you don't do it, the blood is going to be on your hands. Yes. The blood is going to be on your hands for not telling the truth. It's not up to, again, it's not up to you to make it happen. It's not up to you to make people understand. You just have to be the one to say, this is what God wants. This is what God is doing. This is what God intends to happen. And never back down from that. Never change. Right. I remember, um, you know, putting out some messages. And I remember, you know, just standing my ground about what God wanted. And it was, you know, it was a battle. And I kept saying, I'm not speaking to the flesh. I'm speaking to the demons. I'm speaking to the the demonic, you know, entities that people are carrying. So, you know, to me, I was going forth doing the things that I felt like I needed to do because I was fighting the darkness. I didn't want to fight the people, but it was so many people that said, you know, you're being too judgmental. Um, People are scared of you. And I was, that just blew my mind. I was like, you know, thinking about, you know, toning it down and then, (laughs) not really saying too much and i remember i woke up one morning with uh a thought about that the gospel um artist and i was like oh i don't want to talk about this because i know the people that follow me they are faithful to the gospel music they don't see what i've seen you know they they don't they're not even ready to hear that the gospel music or the gospel artists are really dark and so I kind of labored with that. And I was like, nope, I kind of ran away from it. And then God ended up getting me anyway. And I thought it was funny that, you know, after I put that message out there, more people started to post on their Facebook page these um, gospel artists. 
And now they're having these gospel artists uh, do the inauguration of Joe Biden. You have Dietrich Haddon and a few other people. And I said, God, you know. It's sickening. Um, it's it's, it's sick. absolutely sickening that they're doing that. Yeah, it really is. I was so surprised. They gave so many excuses uh, of why they ha- <clears throat> they voted for Joe Biden. And I'm, I'm telling you, just hearing about what he was supposed to be doing in the first hundred days is sickening. It's totally not of God. They're going to be totally. held accountable if it happens. If 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 he gets elected, if he gets put into office, they're going to be held accountable for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You try to help people not go down that road, but you know, like you said, you can only be the messenger. And wherever it falls, it falls. Um, you know, you, you have people who are not even, you know, saved. They don't even know about Jesus Christ who was in this war, you know, standing up for righteous. Um, and I was saying in one of my clips that I haven't released yet, I said for all of those who were standing up for righteousness, who are not saved, you might as well just come on into the kingdom. Yeah. Just come on and get saved because it's in you to do right. You see right. Now you just have to meet your maker. You know, now you just have to meet the spirit of God so you can stay on the up and up. And I'm hoping that that will, um, you know, happen in the, the, the days ahead because, you know, these people who are not saved, they're going to see God move in a mighty way. And God could touch their heart where they're going to come in and take the mantles that some of the church people who have been in um, the positions and you know, all of these offices for years, they're going to come and take their mantles and they're going to be so on fire for God. And you know what? It's going to flow. God's plan is not going to abort. No. It's like you either with them or you, or you're not. And whatever, whatever people decide in this hour is what they're going to go forth. And I must, I'm going to say for the next four years or however long, I really don't know, but I know that's what, Whatever they choose to do in this in this season, in this hour, they're going to be stuck in it for a while because of their hardened heart or because they had a change of heart. You can either receive the blessings of God or you can really miss God and be bitter, angry, upset, thinking that the whole world is evil because you see it from a fleshly point of view. Um, I was telling the people that it's not the prophet's fault that they hear from God. You know, it's not the prophet's fault that they are speaking what God showed them. And I didn't think it was right for them to be attacked, but you know what? It is what it is. Yes, it is. It is what it is. It makes you stronger. I can tell you that it blows your mind, but it makes you stronger. And I'm constantly thinking about Samuel, you know, how um, he had to deal with Saul and Saul, when Saul messed up, um, you know, his heart was broken and, and, and God had to come to him and said, how long are you going to weep over Saul? You know, he wanted him to go ahead and move on. I know this is where God has taken, um, many people, you know, you really don't want to leave the people who are, in, who are in the church messed up. You really don't want to leave them behind, but God is going to be pulling you for you to keep moving forth. You can't, you can't stay stuck with the church who don't really want God. No, because if you do, you're going to lose out on God 
And this yeah. is why it's important as a prophetic person that you have a relationship with God all by yourself. It's not based upon anyone else. It's not based upon the, the popularity of the day. You, you have those intimate moments with God where you're conversing and you're talking and he's giving you instructions on what to do next and, and how to proceed. But if you don't have that relationship, when things happen and, and things don't go as you foresee them going, not that what God said was wrong, but as you as you foresee them going, it could cause you some uh, some looks and some stares from people like what's going on over there. But you can't allow that to stop you from moving forward in your relationship with God and even being bold and saying another prophetic word out there again. Hey, this is what I heard God say. And, and going out there and releasing that word. Okay. I'm still saying President Trump is going to be second term 2020 to 2024. Right, right. Um, can you explain to the people what it means to prophesy in part in order, in prophesying part is you only see bits and pieces of what God's, God's doing or saying. He's telling some of his prophets that President Trump is going to be back in office for a second term from 2020 to 2024. Other, other prophets, he's telling how this is going to happen. Other prophets, he's explaining what's, what's going on behind the scenes to make this happen. So you're responsible to only share your part of the prophecy yeah. Yeah. and then have the rest of the body of Christ put it together and come together. The prophets failed for some, somehow the prophets failed. And, and here's, here's where they failed. They failed because they liked or disliked a personality. Instead of them going before God and saying, God, what do you want? What do you want to have transpire, take place? They liked a particular person so their prophecies came out of the person that they liked instead right. of being from the heart of God. This is, I really think that this has taught uh, the body of Christ a lot because you really, you really, you know that false prophets is on the scene. I remember seeing a clip from some guy and I don't know who he was. I've never heard of him before, but the title of the clip is what got me curious about what this guy was going to say and he basically was saying thus saith the lord god told me and he said all of these nasty negative things that was totally against god over president trump he said your wife is going to leave you your children don't like you and <laughs> yeah i remember being upset about that <laughs> yeah you're going to be punished because of your arrogance and all of this all of this crazy stuff and I said, you know, and, and so many people, you know, so many people uh, joined in with this guy. And I said, this guy's from the pit, you know. And it wasn't that, um, you know, you, ju you just know that you know. And it's, it's, it just bothered me to see that it was so many false prophets on the scene. Now, here's the crazy part, because we kind of, you know, we joke and we laugh about false prophets, but I'm going to tell you, there's a place in hell for false prophets. The, the prophetic is, is no joke. It's no joke. And a lot of times when God wants to use me to prophesy, I don't want to prophesy. I really don't. Right. <laughs> because the, to me, the prophetic is no joke. How, you either can hurt a person 
or you can really bring them the truth. And I've seen a lot of crazy stuff. And I'm like, you know, I'm not one that just wants to uh, speak and say, God said, God showed me. I don't want to do that. I, I just rather just know that I know, you know, God said it. And, and, and that's that. And hold it to myself. <laughs> hold it to myself. <laughs> but, you know, I have to get out of that because years ago, God, before I even understood my calling, God said, I have anointed you. I have appointed you to be a prophet. Um, you know, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And I just was like, you know, I just have, a, I just have a fear of the Lord. I don't want to mess people's lives up. I really don't. No. So you know, I, I say this to say, um, many people jumped on the bandwagon for the prophets and it caused a whole bunch of confusion. And, you know, this is why the prophets that have, you know, bowed their knee and now they're, they're getting some other familiar spirit that they're working with because they opened the door to darkness. You know, and they're saying Joe Biden is supposed to bring peace. God said that that season is over. He changed his mind. Once again, God is not schizophrenic. Nope. You know, never and has God, been. No, and he never will be. And, um, you know, so many people who, like you said, people, they like who they like. And I'm, I'm just going to be real with you. I had never experienced this, the spirit of God or the prophetic until I was under Pastor Barbara. And everything that she spoke to me has come to pass in my life. So I don't know. I don't care about these big name people um, that everybody wants to follow. And I, I don't want to throw their names out there because it would be disrespectful. But I don't care about those people because nope. I, was, I wasn't underneath them. They, they're not my mentor. I didn't, they didn't show me anything that has come to pass in my own personal life or in the word of God. Nope. So, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, did you hear this person say, say this? No, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> because I know I sit under a real prophet. And the more you start to listen to all these different prophets, the more the confusion comes in. And then they got to come and clear it up. Nah, just be simple. <laughs> just be simple. Just be simple. So what, what could you say, huh, to the people who challenge who challenges the prophetic and for the people who are holding a prophetic mantle what would you say to encourage them um i really don't have anything to say to those who are challenging the prophetic but because the simple fact is until their relationship with god grows there's nothing that you can say to them right You're not going to stop them from doing it because they feel like they have a right to be the, the 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 challenger, they feel like they have the right, the voice to of correct you. everybody and to, mm -hmm. to correct the prophet. Mm -hmm. You're you're not going to stop that, you know. And in in some instances, I believe it's God allowing these people to do this mm -hmm. in order to make sure that the prophet is doing what they're supposed to be doing, which mm -hmm. is not being caught up in popularity, not right. being caught up in wanting to be liked by people in the church your job yeah. as a prophet is to not be liked right no, you know, you're not funny. there to to win those popularity contests you're there to speak the word of god and then move on right um this is funny though because you know you're making me think about how david got rebuked from some guy and david was like you know don't say nothing to him because maybe this is god 
that is using him to chastise me. Yep. And when and then when David found out <laughs> that it was something else, he told them people go and kill him because yeah. uh, you know he did he did he touched the anointing of God. And you know recently God was saying um, as a reminder, touch not my prophets or what does it say? Touch not my anointed and do, do my, my prophets, prophets no harm. Um, so he is going to vindicate the prophets, and you know God has spoke many times to us and said never try to vindicate yourself yep you know vengeance is his don't alter the word don't change it yes you know yeah. and a lot of people miss you know there was a time when god spoke to a prophet and told him i want you to go be a lying voice to these people i want you to tell them they're going to win this battle i want you to tell them that they're going to be successful and that lying prophet was sent from God. It's in the word. Yes, it, it really is. is. So yes, if you're a prophetic person, here's, here's the encouragement for you. Always, always, always speak what you hear. No matter what anyone else is telling you to do. Even if it's the opposite of what everyone else is saying. You have to say it. Because it's your obedience that God is looking to honor and to bless you. You know, there's a lot of people who say that we're under the influence of our pastor and because we're under the influence of our pastor, we've lost our darn mind, so to speak. Yeah, like we're in the cult. <laughs> and, and we're just following her just because we don't know what else to do. You know, we have, we have an intelligence all on our own. We yeah. have an anointing on our own. And we're able to make good quality sound decisions based upon the truth of the scripture and, and the word of God. Are we a part of the Layhouse Church? Absolutely. Yes. We're never going to change that. It's not going to change it because we're doing what God wants us to do. Correct. Wanting abides in our pastor. So, so even that argument, if you're a prophetic person, they're going to attack the person that you're sitting up under. You can't fall for that either. Well, um, you know how scripture saying Jesus said um, a prophet is hated in their own hometown. Um, yeah. They misunderstand it because they don't know the true spirit of God. They right. misunderstand it because they're, they're, they're walking in partial darkness themselves. And they've not been consecrated or set apart to do the works of the Lord. They can be. They're just choosing not to be. You should never interpret a prophetic word and you should never try to make a prophetic word happen. And so many people get caught up into trying to interpret what they think the prophetic word is and they miss God. I was telling you this earlier um, when we started talking about President Trump being back in office, some of the prophets was putting dates out. Some of the prophets was doing certain things. Um, but, you know, I don't think any of us in our church has ever put a date on when President Trump was going to get back in office. Um, you know, certain things like that. God is God just basically gave the bottom line in, in it most of the times. You know, he basically said, I'm going to do this, be encouraged. I'm not a man that I shall lie. Sit back, wait and see. You know, the enemy's going down. You know, stuff like that. So we're all in it together and we're waiting for certain things to happen. And because there was no date, there was no time 
we we just know that God's going to do it. We don't have to fall, uh, you know, and be overwhelmed because there was a time restraint. No. You should never, you should never um, unless God says certain, because he, he does give dates and stuff like that. But, you know, I, for us personally, what God has spoke over this election, he never gave any of us a date. He just said, I'm going to yeah. do it. I'm going to do it. So. You know, a lot of people ran with it and said, oh, well, is President Trump going to be reelected tomorrow? Y'all are false prophets and stuff like that. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, because we never gave y'all a date. No. You know? So I don't know. A lot of people, they're going to think what they want to think. And, you know, I'm hoping that by the time this is all over and done with, people will really see God for who he is, which is all sovereign. Um, I'm praying that the hatred and the bitterness and the deception and the, the the spirits that are driving people to constantly fight against the spirit of God. I pray that they will go to the wayside and people will just humble themselves and just want to follow God. They don't have to understand it all, but just I don't follow. I don't see that happening. Sister. I'm sorry. I keep saying that because that's my heart. Uh, yeah, I know. That's <laughs> they're, they're not going to. They, they just aren't right they have decided already where they want to go how they want to get there and no one else is going to change their mind right you didn't right. you can keep believing and hoping if you want to but it's their, their mind is not going to be changed i understand I, I remember talking to god about it and he said why why do you think that <laughs> he said why do you think this is going to happen i said because it's the right thing to do <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, no, he said, they're not going to do it. They hate what they hate. You know, yep. he, he said some people are going to some people, which um, made me believe a very small few people are, are getting ready to see what God is getting ready to do. And some of them are going to change their heart, but the majority of them won't. And, you know, this is where the harvest is going to come in and they're going to take they're going to take the reward and the mantle from the people who had the opportunity. Yeah. And guess what? Life is going to go on. Yeah. Life is going to go on and people are just going to miss God. I'm not going to miss God. I'm not going to miss God because it's not worth it. Me nope. being right, me being right and me me trying to prove that God is not who he is. Uh-uh. No. Nope. Nope. So, you know, people are taking a chance um, in, in darkness and you know they're gonna get burnt they're gonna get burnt so i remember god recently said where there's smoke there's fire and he's gonna burn out um you know burn out the darkness so we'll see what happens we'll see what happens i know that god is on the move i know he's ready to perform signs wonders and miracles i know that this year in 2021 is going to be super exciting for those who have followed him and, um, you know, with all of their hearts who, who didn't bow their knee to darkness, they're going to have a wonderful time in the Lord. They're going to have right. an awesome time. And that's what's so exciting. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your heart breaks for the people who, who are not going to get it. But at the same time, you know that the, the days ahead of you are so, so, you know, filled with so much hope and joy. And it's super exciting. So if we could just hold on to that, we're good. It's time for the members of the body of Christ to just be in the spirit 
It just it just really is. And and I'm not talking about those who've hardened their hearts already. I'm talking about those who are in this state of I'm confused. I don't understand what's going on. And I've been lied to, you know, those people there. If 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 you would just humble yourself and surrender your heart to God, let him speak to you and explain to you what's going on. You'll be okay. You'll make right. it through this time of darkness that's going on right now. But if you if you listen to those who have an arrogance to them, have a a sense of I know I know better than what God does, you're you're, you're going to get entangled with their mess, and you're not going to come out of it. Well, any closing thoughts? Where do you where do you want the people to to know the most out of tonight? I really want people to be encouraged no matter what. You know, a lot of people are right now are saying, I'm confused. I don't I don't have any hope. The world's coming to an end. And I was trying to, you know, think about how no, the world didn't make us. Okay? Nope. God made us. So therefore, if we trust the Lord with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul, peace will be there. God will guide us through the darkness. Is the battle still going to be there? Yes, but we won't have to carry such a heavy weight and get lost in that battle. That's true. You know, we won't have to feel like we're all alone when we know that God comes and strengthens us. He is who he is. He's almighty. He's the only one that can save us. And, you know, if we were to die tomorrow, at least we we should be able to know if we are going to heaven or hell, you that's know, that's the truth. Um, the, why, prophetic, why? the prophetic people need to know that there are going to be times when your word is not going to be popular, right? There are going to be times when your word is not going to be what the, the, the popular stream is saying, and you're still going to have to stand and give that word, and you're going to have to stand by that word forever. Mm-hmm. You're change your mind. You're not going to be able to pretend it's God's schizophrenic. You're not going to be able to pretend that, oh, I interpreted it wrong and I should have said this or I should have said that. You just got to stand. Yep, I agree. There's going to be a lot of ridicule that will come your way. Is, is you enduring the ridicule worth losing your salvation or losing your relationship with God? I'm glad we had this opportunity to share share and bring these things forth we will see y'all later this has been Reverend Catherine Ward and Brother Chris hanging <laughs> out yes you all be blessed bye bye we are committed to excellence and truth we're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you as we go forth in this endeavor in this hour we pray that God would be with you His prophetic mantle and his prophetic anointing would be upon your life. Please feel free to contact us at any time with questions, comments, or concerns. You can reach us at Christopher at RadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries, on YouTube.